0: Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following program are solely those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the actual views and opinions of the hosts and guests. This serves as a disclaimer that no one holds these opinions, nor should anyone hold these opinions. Listener discretion is advised. snap the ball aaron are you ready or or? call call timeout? i guess are
1: you ready yeah i'm ready i'm 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 as ready as as ever do we do we say anything about starting or do we just start
0: no man how long how long have we done this we just do it we just go we just dive in head first yeah preamble well, I mean, there's you know, always a preamble, though. What are, what, what are we going to do? We're going to introduce ourselves and then go into just ourselves again. again? No.
1: Well, are you going to play no. the song? We've already... Yeah, we'll play the... The the the, the music's played by now. So the music's it's already played.
0: played yeah.
1: And, and now we just start talking. And this is it. Yeah. That, su- that, that kind of sucks. No. A little bit. No, I don't think so. You think this is good?
0: You've almost kind of got like a little like... uh like a little curly cupcake frosting top on your head going on here. You mean I my hair? Yeah. I, I like, I think I'm. it's just the angle. I'm pretty sure right. but it kind of looks like, you know, those cuts that some people get where it's like completely faded here and they just leave the curly top
1: on. Oh yeah. Like you mean like Justin Timberlake, like in the nineties? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I You're just, saying I look like Justin Timberlake. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that you look like him, I maybe at, that. like at his worst. <laughs> I mean, i I
0: still think I'm doing pretty good. I, I I guess that's a I guess that's fair. If If you look, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah, if you're looking like him at his worst. I, I'll
1: take that action all day. Did you see, I'm wearing our shirt. I do see that you're wearing our shirt. Yeah, it's much tighter on me now. I didn't I didn't know that was going to happen because you're fat. Because I'm very fat. Yeah, you got fat. You have lost a lot of weight, man. Yeah. It's kind of leveled off. It's kind of, it's kind of plateaued a little bit. Um, Are you going to like evolve into now like lifting weights kind of thing to push it further?
0: Well, I mean the plan, the plan has kind of been, I want to get down to my, my fear was I I needed to lose a a good amount of weight before I started doing that because Mm -hmm. I like, I still know how my body should move and i could still do that but my body is probably not capable of it right and so my concern was and and especially with all the extra weight that was on it that i mean well yeah was on it like you know i mean if if i had to do any of that stuff i'm sure that i could but i right. felt like i need to get this weight off of me first so that i can uh not injure myself or yeah anything like that, you know. And uh, there's an Aaron Jones touchdown. God bless him. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just like I've, I felt like I needed to get all uh, get a lot of that off of me before I start doing anything, and I'm almost there. I mean, the a big concern too was my knees. Yeah, um, which my knees my knees do feel better now have, now that they have fifty five plus pounds off of them right or is it 55 yeah it's somewhere around there 50 to 55 pounds but so they do feel better um i i still wear you remember (laughs) you remember when i i messed up my knee when we were doing fight rehearsal for stager danger yeah so that's like long been i mean it's not been uh like it's not been like a horrible problem right it's just kind of been a nagging injury for a while It one that i am sure at some point would have to be addressed (laughs) will well will require surgical repair right is, is what i'm thinking i think it's really gonna require you know something but like it it's not as bad i still wear um like a knee brace when i go for a walk and quite honestly i don't know if i really need it that much yeah but better safe than sorry though yeah But like all that said, like the plan is, is kind of, you know, drop down a little bit more and, 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 and lose and still lose some. There's no way. I I still don't think I, I'm in a place where I could do cardio. Mm. Um, So, you know, I might, um, I might get back into doing like some, uh, you know, just like stuff with dumbbells and using my own body weight weight. stuff and, yeah stuff like that so i've i I am kind of at a point where i'm starting to think where i'm thinking like maybe starting to get back good back into that more and doing like some upper body stuff and trying to tone my arms up a little, little bit and that sort of thing but
1: well it's not um, like you're gonna go to the gym <laughs> yeah exactly well that's yeah
0: i mean I, you know i'm gonna have to do all that stuff at home um so yeah i don't know i'm not quite sure i'm not quite sure what I'm what exactly I'm going to do. I, I mean, I always enjoyed lifting weights. Yeah. Um, You know, I enjoy, I always enjoy doing that kind of stuff. But like, again, I just, I don't know, even if, even when I do lose all that weight, I don't know what I reasonably can do with my knee being in that shape or condition it's in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the walking has helped cause it's strengthened that back up and I've, you know, been losing some weight and I, I don't know if it's a, you know, like I said, I don't know the extent of how bad it is, so I don't know. Well, if I, I,
1: I I know you got a lot of love when you posted about it, but I mean, like literally, I mean, everybody knows that we're kind of like a, a symbiote at this point, <laughs> and like everybody who like it, like I've talked to in recent weeks has just been like, "Holy shit, Jake has lost so much weight." And I just want to say, fuck you, Jake, mm-hmm. uh, because nobody has noticed that I have put on like a shit ton of muscle. And like I have also been in really good shape because everybody's more impressed because, you know, your pants don't fit anymore. So fuck you. Yeah. Also, thank congratulations.
0: You. Thank you. Um, yeah. No, I have lost a bunch of weight. And,
1: uh, <laughs> I don't feel like you're addressing my, my, my feelings here. <laughs> I feel like you're ignoring them, but, um, you know, it's it, it's, uh, it's Mom really Brad. not been, it's
0: really not been that hard. Uh, now that, I um, you know, it's not been as much of a struggle for me as maybe yeah. some others.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I purposefully don't like your stuff that you're posting. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, I purposely don't like it cuz I feel like uh I feel like in, and I think it's more evident now that you're bringing it up that you're you're really doing this for my attention more than anything else.
1: Yeah, that's for my,
0: and for my and for my praise and my acceptance. Yeah. And I know that by not giving it to you, it will just, it will push you uh, even more and give you even more drive.
1: So you're welcome I, for I that appreci- as well. I appreciate that, Jake. You're welcome for that as that, well. It's that tough love, that, yeah. that passive aggressive tough love that I yeah. grew up with that I need so much in my life right now. Yeah.
0: So, uh you know just trying to just trying to keep you motivated yeah man you know, you know why and, if it
1: ain't broke don't fix it right um well you're broke and you need to fix it well I'm, um, that i'm trying. but as
0: am i but in a totally different way in, t- in
1: a much more healthy way
0: <laughs> no well not really but uh anyway yeah it's been i uh, you know it's i've kind of i haven't been i haven't been going as hard at it uh, lately as I was when I started out. Cause when I started out, I kind of had a, I had a time frame goal.
1: Like I have, yeah, yeah. I have
0: four different like weight loss goals that I've set for myself. Yeah. And I'm, did you get I'm, this from
1: somewhere or was this just your own plan? This was my own plan. Hmm. Um, you mean like as as far as what my goals were? Like yeah, like were you like, oh, this person says do it this way, set goals and like milestones and stuff like that?
0: No, it was something that I kind of it, it was something that I knew I needed to do. I mean, cuz you know, if I was like I feel like if I feel like like I, I have an ultimate goal, right, which is Right. is is basically um I mean, I don't want to say the numbers cuz I'm still embarrassed about how much I did weigh and still weigh. Right. And anyway, but um you, you know, like my ultimate goal is a number that even at my, even in high school, I did not weigh. Right. Um, but, but a lot of that, I think too, is cause I had to have muscle mass and that kind of stuff for playing football. And sure. I think, I think I don't have to, I mean, I don't have to carry my body like that anymore. So yeah. I think I, I don't, I think getting to where I want to be is not unreasonable. And I think, and I'll still look like a big guy, which I, I like looking, I like being a big guy. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to lose that, so I don't want to drop down to 200 pounds. I mean that, you know. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm. I have no. I have no interest in that. But um, but no. I just knew, like, you know, if the like if the end goal was 100 pounds, let's just say. Yeah. You know, even the fact that I've lost 50, 55 right now, which is still a huge milestone, it would be easy to look at it and be like, Jesus Christ, I'm only halfway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, and and like that would be. Discouraging. It, it would be yeah. discouraging. It would yeah. be really hard to look at it. So I'm like, so I was like, okay, the first one I'm going to have a time frame. I'm going to lose. I, I The number I said was 40 pounds by July 1st, which was a little over two months. Right. And it was like, I'm losing this weight. And so I was, so even then I was doing stuff like towards the end, I got a little more strict with like my my uh, uh, intermittent fasting, I was like, okay, instead of eight hour window, I'm doing a six hour window. When it, when I started getting kind of closer to the deadline. Right. And realizing I kind of needed a, an extra push. I got a little more uh, strict with it and then I hit it and then I loosened up. I was like, okay, now let me relax back to the eight hours. Let me, you know, not that I like stopped eating. Not that I like stopped eating. Well, I still eat. I still eat well, but like, you know, allowing myself uh you know yeah to to little indulge little in myself, sugar here to be, and there yeah, yeah to be in you know to be indulgent in that sort of thing and I've and I found like okay I'm still losing weight while yep. pretty much eating whatever I want. And so I'm just gonna keep doing that. Um because too, like my fear was letting my skin catch up. Yeah. As well. Which um I started taking like some supplements for that and that's um and
1: what shauna do you take of that?
0: It's There's like it, there it's basically these um hair skin and yeah like prenatal stuff. Yeah, well, it's, but it's not prenatal. It's I mean it's it's over by that stuff but it's But not, it, it keeps the elasticity in the but skin. basically yeah, I mean that's, that's, cool. that's basically what it is. So I've been taking that for um probably uh probably a month or so and shauna says she feels a difference. See
1: well she that she sees a difference. I I don't Yeah. Because I see it every day. Sure. It's funny. My relationship is the exact opposite. I'm constantly asking Jocelyn, like, do you see a difference in, like, you know, I've been really focusing on, like, my, my my serratus and like you know and like i'm this side of my ab and like right. and she's like she's like she's Please like stop, no. she's like, stop <laughs> talking to me and i'm like yeah. but did you notice like it's a quarter inch difference and like well she the- probably
0: she probably assumes you're talking about the cafe racer anyway <laughs> she, <laughs> she just ignores is, me yeah she's like yeah the carbs are great i don't know no, no I don't- i'm talking about food carbs not food, the carburetor not
1: car- yeah and yeah she's honestly like, you, you know this is this is a perfect reenactment of a relationship. <laughs> yeah.
0: Six one way, half a dozen the other. Yeah, really she's,
1: she's, she's 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 yeah. just so over me talking about anything. I talk right. ear off. I really do. Um, but, but I always uh, make sure she knows that I think she talks more than me. Right. So. Right. But, but I, yeah. and but yes, I call, can safely say, say that here. It's
0: primarily primarily. Yes, you can. You can because she won't but, listen. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's primary. Well, my girlfriend's a complete opposite because she just texted me. It's collagen. It's primarily collagen. <laughs> when you're when when somebody is supposed to be uh, reading and studying for her classes right now, well, instead of uh, eavesdropping on eavesdropping on you, yeah. But here we are. Here know? we are. So, um, anyway, but
1: yeah. Have I you man, like have it's you? Been, uh, it's been wild. Speaking of classes, have you done anything like as far as like with all this time you had? Have you done anything to like? Anything to learn? Anything new?
0: I act. I. I. I have. Okay. So like, and I need to do. I need to do more of it. I did get. I. I got pretty into it. Like for a, for a hot, for a hot minute there. What were you learning? Um. Well, so there was a deal. I guess this is. I guess this will be. Uh. One of my. Uh. One of my triggers. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> you know. I guess as we're doing that old thing. You know, weight loss was one of my triggers, but. Yeah, no, another one was um, like kind of when this all started, and, and it was something I had been looking into for a while and wanting to do was get master classes. Yeah. And one that really, really interested me uh, was um, there was a, a master class on uh, negotiation, on negotiating. That's cool. And who was the teacher? uh, Shit. What was his name? Now I'm going to, now I'm going to mess up his name. Oh, Chris Voss. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so Chris Voss is a, is a former FBI hostage negotiator. Yeah. And he basically is like, the thing is, he's like, like these are all techniques that I came up with and perfected while, you know, being a hostage negotiator. But I started realizing they work, for For everything everything. yeah for everything yeah and i and like it was really really fascinating listening to how he um like because he breaks down the he breaks down the psychology of it and i'll I'll tell you the most the most fascinating part and it's and i highly recommend it i highly recommend for for any for people to check it out but i did notice that i Luckily, interestingly enough, I already do
1: several of the things that he mentioned, so I was like, okay. Well, You've always good, been a pretty still. sneaky negotiator. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, a nightmare dealing with you sometimes. Well, thank you.
0: Um, but uh, the, like one that was super interesting, one of the most interesting ones he talks about, there's a chapter called The Power of No. Like N-O? Yes. yeah. The Power of No. And he talks about how uh, he was like, you can p- pretty much put anybody at ease if you just get them to say the word no.
1: Oh, and, wow. Yeah, and I, was, I get And
0: it. I, and, I, and, and he explains it where he was talking to him Like he said, he said, he was like, this is an example I'll give. He said, I go to a, he said, I go to a hotel and I want to, I want to check in early. You can't, you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten the early check in or, or any of that kind of stuff. And you know i show up at the hotel and uh he he walks up to the woman and he's like hey um want to talk to you he's like I, and first of all he does this thing he calls um i think he called it expectation auditing or okay. an audit of expectations where he's like he's like uh well um i'm going to make your i'm about to make your day really difficult and and uh and you know this is this is going to be you know i'm i'm about to be real difficult i'm about to make your life hard so and so, setting up front, like where she's like, so he's raised the bar, like, oh, yeah, fuck. because where, where she's like, oh my god, has he, you know, drawn pentagrams on the wall in his own feces, like, what, <laughs> <is it behind?" laughs> you know, because they've seen some, everything, yeah. yeah, they've seen everything in the hotel, and so then he's like, and so then he goes, would it be impossible for me to check in early? Yeah, and she's like, oh, no. yeah. Because, because then he, she's like, okay, well, this is not as difficult as as she told me. As, as this he, is not as, he, feces as I thought it was be. Right. This is yeah. This is not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And what his his point is, if when people say no, they feel like they have the power, power yeah. to choose, yeah. how they want things to go. Because if you say, um, uh, uh, you, is it okay? If you say like, uh, can I check out early? Right. Let's, different than is it impossible well obviously it's not impossible but when you so when you say no when you get them to say no right it makes them more
1: open to discussion with you that makes so much i mean it's like it seems so common sense like when it's it's framed that way
0: but that's that that's what else is so fascinating about this is there are some there are some things that are a little more advanced a little more complicated than that but so much of it is like the most simple psychology stuff where you're like Oh my god this is this totally well, what, what do you
1: totally call those sense? moments when it's like you hear something like that like and I'm like I've known that's a truth my entire life mm-hmm. but I've never articulated it I've never had it articulated in such a way but like is it a fallacy like it's something I know to be true but it's something I've never no, like so- been able to no well, what's that it, you know is there a word for that i'm sure the germans have a word for it, the japanese I, they have a word for everything but yeah, like I'm, I'm americans sure were just like oh thing yeah good <laughs> it's, a, it's it, good it good
0: give me um, a course Like right right i'm <laughs> sure a, i'm sure there is where it's where you yeah i know exactly what you're talking about where you're like you hear an inherent truth to me yeah yeah, yeah you hear an makes, inherent truth yeah. and
1: you're like yep that's i've known that my whole life i've never i've never been able to word it
0: yeah and that's that's exactly there's a lot of stuff a lot of techniques that he uses that are that are like that where you're like i i do that and i didn't realize that i do that was that
1: yeah well because what you're talking about like the the getting like setting the expectations high i've had that like we have a mutual friend chris and, and Chris is the worst at like setting the expectations too high for stuff right. because he'll come in and he'll be like, we need to talk. And he'll have this look on his face and it's like, shit, yeah. he's about to tell me he has cancer or he, right. he accidentally ran over my dog. Mm. Like it's about, this is about to be bad. He'll be like, I ate all your captain crunch. <laughs> he ate all your and captain you're just crunch. like, Jesus, Chris, why did you like the mood in here is so tense. Right. Why why did you do that for Captain Crunch? Just go buy some more. Well, Don't even to, tell me. Just replace it. To be
0: fair, Captain Crunch is currency for Chris Fedwell. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Let's be honest. And you know. Uh, um but yeah, no, yeah, no. That's 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 something that 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 Chris would do a lot. But like 100%. But yeah, I mean, there's so many of these techniques that he talks about that you're like, you know, I had a I, we, we've we had some stuff that we've worked on some deals that like even just learning these couple things I'm like oh uh, man I feel like I feel like things could have gone differently yeah if I had known this information then um but man I'm telling you like that that one class alone because one of the interesting things that he talks about is is he says um and he actually has since because I heard another interview with him after he recorded this master class but he was like, the more I think about it, he's like, I think you're in like like, s- like six to nine negotiations every day.
1: Yeah, that seems about it. Uh,
0: geez, I've got two kids. so it's yeah.
1: Like, Well, it's yeah,
0: and, and that's one especially because he, he talks about like anytime you say the word I want or I need, yep. you're immediately in a negotiation. In a negotiation, yep, 100%. And, you know, and, and, but yeah, just those little things. But I'm
1: always, I'm not asking, I'm not wanting and needing with, with two kids in my life, especially two kids that I'm like, I mean, we're essentially homeschooling them, even though we're not like, right, like there are negotiations nonstop. And like, we found ourselves to be completely exhausted at the end of every day. Like, you know, like, and then on top of that, we're working, you know? Right. Like it's, it's insane. Yeah. That's a good, I'll have to check that out. Now, was this the masterclass? Like I see the ads for it, like yes, on Facebook and yes. stuff, it was like, like the official, Aaron Sorkin's one, Ron yeah. Howard's one. I yeah. think Werner Herzog did one. Yeah. I think
0: Werner Herzog did one. Yeah. But I, dude, I mean, there's ones for everything. I mean, you know, and it was, it was, it, it, it was just cause it got, I, it got to a point where, cause I was, I was taking, I was watching those classes and then, um, do you take
1: notes during it or are you just sort of absorbing? Well,
0: i well the good thing at least about this class is there's a there's a i mean it's called a workbook but it's basically kind of condensed notes
1: oh okay about so they the send you that you can
0: download no you can just download oh okay it. When you go to the class homepage, you can download it so i have the
1: workbook that's um, a good like and like yeah. package deal
0: yeah it really but and i'll tell you because like the deal we got it was like well, I'm um, unlimited classes for a year, and it was like a hundred bucks or something like that. That's great. I'm telling you, the negotiation one alone
1: is it was worth, worth the it. Oh, well, a- so I've been doing Skillshare, and which is another yeah, little website that. that's. And I, I've taken, I, and I've just been focusing on uh, a few other things, but photography mm-hmm. has been one that I've been focusing on because I've always, I've always owned good cameras, and like because I love the gadgetry of the camera, but I've never like fully understood how to use them properly to get. Every now and then I'll get one and it's almost like blind luck. I'll just stumble into the right settings <laughs> and like take a picture and people will be like, that's a great picture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to be able to control it. Like, a, like, cause I speak body language very well. Like my body, I've always been more fluent with my body than I have my words, my writing, my like photography, any other mm-hmm. medium, martial right. arts and dance like taught me how to use my body very well. And I was like, I want right. to at least get to where like, I'm a, like an amateur photographer that if somebody's like, Hey, can you take a good picture of me? I can take a good picture of them. Mm -hmm. Something that they would like be able to use for professional use or like hang on their wall, like, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I've been taking classes and like, dude, within like, like, like the first class was a beginner's class. And within that, like, because I had already had so much blind luck and -hmm. I had always been around them like with, after the first class, I was like, I can take a great picture now. And like it, it blows my mind that all this information is just out there and sitting and sometimes it's behind a paywall, but sometimes it's just on YouTube Yeah, and like, it blows my mind because like, so I'm also for the bike and other reasons, I wanted to learn how to weld. Mm. And so, you know, and you really, you need to have someone teach you and like help you with the hand motions and everything that goes into it and the chemistry of all of it. And like, I've been taking welding classes on YouTube. Like I've been just taking classes to learn how to weld. And like, I've been watching a variety of different people and different techniques. Right. And like, and I've been practicing, I don't have uh, a helmet yet. I haven't been able to buy a helmet yet. And like, but I've been practicing with the welder off and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm getting the hang of it. And I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, why, why isn't school like this? Why isn't school right. set up like that? Why is school so determined to make people memorize information mm-hmm. and regurgitate it, it instead of like putting anything into practice or even like, like you know, like I think woodshop and auto auto shop and all those classes need to be like mainstream curriculum because like, right. like how many people tactile do you know, learning? Yeah, like, but I how many people do you, like? Do you know would be able to understand? circumference if they put it into a a machine or something that they were creating and building and learned how that goes into play rather than like sitting there staring at a book and like being like, it blows my mind and like watching, you know, Jocelyn and and the kids learn at school, you know, and be like, you know, having to watch them when they actually learn something versus when they're being forced to memorize something. And like, and and it's amazing how I can have a conversation with an, uh, with an eight year old, Mm -hmm. many days later about something he learned versus trying to talk to him about something he had to memorize Mm -hmm. and and how different his relationship is to that information
0: right so it sounds like you think that experience is more is a better way of learning than just being taught the fact.
1: I mean, yeah, like throwing them in the river and saying, start kicking. <laughs> you know, sure. like it's just, you know, like they're right. going to figure it out a lot faster than standing on the side on the pier, like being like, okay, so you got to do the arms like this. And if you start to sink, don't panic. Like you can't teach them that, not panic. You just got to let them panic and, and talk them through it, you know. Right. right. You know, and, and be a guide, not be like an authority, like on how to do it. That's, that's been my trigger this whole week is gatekeeping. I- in general not being being authority on how to well i just feel like people like i like i've been watching a lot of stuff not watching but i've been seeing a lot of things on twitter Mm -hmm. about like the gaming world and stuff like that and and technology world and there's this great documentary that i haven't got to watch yet but i saw in the trailer it's like there's only two two business models that call their their customers users it's the tech world and drugs and it's like you know and it's like. And that's how they see us. They like, yeah. and yeah. like, there's this guy i I discovered on, and I, his name escapes me all of a sudden. I think I sent you the thing on Instagram that I found him on, but it's about the guy who takes apart Apple stuff yes. because Apple makes their stuff so difficult. And he's on like, purpose. I'm going to keep fucking doing it. I'm going to figure out how to do it. And you guys can keep making it complicated. They will on, on, on one board, they will put four different screws that and are those four screws different yeah. the, and they're barely different. But like you can't put them back in in a different order, or they won't go in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap! What a shitty thing to do, right? Like, what a like. I mean, you're a multi-billion-dollar organization. Do you really need to protect that much money, right? And like, and one of the things, the positive things out of this gatekeeping thing that I've discovered is because of the motorcycle. Mm. So, cafe racers and and and. And brats and scramblers and trackers and all that bobbers and choppers, all these different styles of modified bikes. These are all haircut styles. They, they, they are. They're all yeah. they're all versions of the Karen hair, <laughs> and they uh, except for the tracker, that's the other one. But like uh, the, they are all like they're all they they all feel very gatekeepery, and I I am learning and failing all the time with this costume. But, right. but I love it. Yeah, and. I got a bike that's called a triple, which means it has, you know, it's like three, three carbs, three cylinders, three exhaust, you know, versus most bikes have four or a two stroke bike has one or two. Okay. So I got it. What's called a triple. So it's kind of every, just about every brand of bike has made a triple and to varying degrees of success. And, but the triple community for Yamaha is crazy welcoming and oh, like okay. so helpful yeah, I, I, and like with that. well on facebook i belong to four different triple forums mm-hmm. and it was all the ones that for the for the yamaha the yamaha right. triple that's what i have and there are so many guys in there that i'll be like hey this is leaking um is is this a common thing and they will like they will give me so much information and they will send me links of exactly what to go buy, and talk me through the process so like right now my carburetors are ruined. I have got to get new carburetors. So the new carburetors are like eleven hundred dollars. They they showed me how I could take this carburetor from this other bike, a Triumph, and fit it to my bike. And convert it. And like it saved me like a thousand dollars. And like it's crazy. It's been right. it's it's been such a different experience than my last bike, which I felt very on the outside trying to get in you know, with like the biker community. And like, this one has been like such a different experience with that. And like gatekeeping, I think is something that people really need to be really careful about because like the video game community is that way a little bit, you know, and like hundred percent and like, and it bothers me because like, I think it should be such a, like, it's you're one playing something that someone created and put a lot of effort into. Right. They don't want you to withhold that information. They don't want you to. Like they don't want you to spoil it for anybody, but they don't want you to, like, right. hold that as your own. Like that, mm-hmm. this is something that's—it's a medium that's meant to be shared and experienced together. Right. And,
0: yeah. I, I. I. And I think I think it's a very. I mean, gatekeeping's not new.
1: No. It. 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 It has been around sh- since gates have been around.
0: It, at least. <laughs> at least. Before um, that, it
1: was cave keeping.
0: That's right. Yeah, rock keeping. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah it it's not it's not something that's that's new. But it it's it, but it, it is a very it's funny you say that. It's a very caveman way of thinking. A hundred percent because it's it's fear of if I share this with someone else, then I also lose what I just shared. Yeah. And people are people are like that with, with fandom, they're like that yeah. with knowledge, they're like yeah. that with money, they're like that so with dumb. Experience. They're like, and 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 it's just and that's the thing that's it's a very primal urge to yeah, want lizard brains to, to, to want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's you know, that's just that's something that we're gonna be fighting well, for. I've
1: been trying to audit myself uh, about when I'm that way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I'm that way with is my entire self. I am so like I've been so, so withholding yeah. a lot of like who I am as a person just because like like, you know, with bipolar and everything else that goes on in my life, I'm always worried about being too much for people and wearing people out. And I'm sure. aware of that of myself and I try to moderate it, but I've been trying to moderate it in a way that is like I'm just going to limit how much of me they know. Right. You know, and like, and so I'm trying to be better about that.
0: It's it's funny you say that because my big, my big trigger this week has been, ooh, man. Um, My big, my big trigger this week has been, it has, it has got to become okay. And I mean, when I say okay, I mean, it, I mean, let me just explain it. It's got to be okay to say how you feel. Yeah. It has got to be okay to not be okay. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like, like people just get, like, it's you, you put everybody puts so I don't, I don't, I mean, everybody, when I say you, everybody puts so much on themselves. Yeah. Um, because you're you're talking about these expectations of well, you know, let you know, not wanting, not wanting to be too much, and 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 all that kind of stuff, and like it's, yeah, it just, I don't know, I'm trying to find, I, I'm I'm having a hard time articulating because it's something that I'm. It really seems
1: dealing with
0: Yeah, yeah. What I'm really dealing with right now is, uh, like things suck
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and this year of all years has got to be the turning point where we can all say it's okay that it that things suck yeah yeah because it sucks for everybody it's different for for different reasons to different degrees it all sucks for everybody yeah and but at the same time you can't feel you don't need to feel bad or guilty if it's not yeah like you can't feel because there have been times this year where I have felt that way too, like I have so many uh negatives in my life right now, but like I am intensely proud of having lost half of my girlfriend's body weight, yeah, you know what I mean like. Yeah, you, I, I'm intensely proud of that, but like at the same time, because we talked about it on our on our show of how, you know, we talked about it on previous episodes of how you know there's so many people who are suffering right now or mm-hmm. doing far worse than we are that it feels bad when it's like, all right, you know, we're we're doing okay in this department or we're doing really well in this department. Yep. You know, and it also goes to like something that uh, is difficult for a lot of people. And, and it's something that I, I check myself on constantly is seeing other people do well. I, en- I, I enjoy, I, I, when it's someone that I know and mm-hmm. someone that I respect and um, appreciate and believe in, it doesn't bother me to see them do I'm happy to see them do well right I I truly am Um, but there's that lizard brain side of me that that is like that that feels like success is a zero-sum game yeah if you have this success I cannot have this success. success yeah and so it's like and feeling as low as I have for as long as I have it makes me feel a little resentful and I have to constantly check myself to be like, this is not a them issue. This is
1: a, you issue. Yeah. And how's that? Like it's, it's uh, really,
0: really rough.
1: How's it been going? Like how long have you been like really actively pushing that and how's that been going? Actively pushing what? Like pushing yourself to like acknowledge that success is not a zero sum game that like what they have is not taken from you. Like how, how like reteaching, I mean, you're basically relearning something that is you feel is hardwired in you. So like, how has that been like for you? Like, is that something that is like, are you having to do a lot of mental gymnastics to talk yourself into being like, no, this is okay. Or are you like, are you finding it easy once you like accept it as truth?
0: Well, it's kind (sighs) of... I don't know, like, it's, or does it depend
1: it, on how bad the person sucks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's the thing; it's different. Like, if it's if it's if it's someone, if it's <laughs> it's easier to 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 not feel so bad about it if it's someone that I don't like. <laughs> sure, <laughs> if
1: that makes sense. If you've met them or, and they're they're a real turd of a person,
0: like yeah, you know. then I'm like then I'm like whatever. But if it's someone, you know, like, um. Someone who seems to be doing, you know, uh, really well with a bunch of stuff lately is is, yeah. is our friend Katie. Yeah, and like I can't stand Katie. No, um, <laughs> no, I, but like I'm like she has. It, th- this is what I have found has helped with me. I, I did this with Katie. I've done this with a few people. Of, um, it helps. It helps me when I reach out to them and let them know you're on the right track. If that makes sense. If, cause I, cause it kind of, um, kind of like, Hey, you've been doing really well lately because I, I, I know how much I feel like, um, encouragement goes a long way with me sometimes. Yeah. And it is easy to encourage someone when they're down. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to encourage more people when they're up. Because I want it to be like I'm trying to look at it as uh, you know, you're the lineman behind the running back trying to push them over the goal line. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, hey, you're almost there, but I'm I'm gonna shove you in the back now to be sure you get over that yeah. goal line. Yeah. Is kind of how I'm looking at it now of like you know hey you're there i want you to stay there i want you to go further i want you to get beyond you know because because in doing that it it i, I that giving that encouragement helps me realize there's plenty to go around well you end up in the end zone too but that's and, yes but, and you're, but, but but not that that's your goal as, yeah right but when you look at it as we're a team. Cause if it is someone that you care about and that you, you know, it's, it's the whole a rising tide lifts all boats. Right. Right. 100%. You know, and I don't do it as a man, I, as a, as a writing of the coattails thing or as a, yeah, no, whatever. But I, I just know how, uh, how much encouragement means to me, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm down and when I'm up. Yeah. And, I find that if, if I, uh, it helps me deal with that, those kind of feelings better if I, if I approach it with that kind of perspective. Right. Uh,
1: Yeah. I think, I think, I think like, especially like Jocelyn and I talk about this a lot as men, sometimes we, because we, we do approach things in such a, like a way that's like it doesn't leave a lot of room for it's
0: cut and dry everything. There's yeah. no gray. There's no, gray especially
1: area. like the way you and I are because we were raised by a certain culture sure. and like, you know, and it was, it's a thing where it's like, and it's funny. I talked with uh, one of my friends who is from uh, Central America and his, his ma the masculine culture there is also very similar Mm. And how it approaches things, where it's very cut and dry, it's very pragmatic, or it prides itself on being pragmatic, even mm-hmm. when it's not being necessarily pragmatic, <laughs> but it considers it pragmatic, right? You know, and but like well,
0: because it's it's definitive,
1: right? That doesn't and necessarily mean it's you know, right. That, it's just right. things, yeah. But and then yeah. so Jocelyn and I talk about this a lot, and we, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like we have to be we have to nurture these, these, these type of men and these boys into like realizing that there are other ways to view the world. And there are ways to like, lift them up without like, you know, like, cause these guys push so many people away and I'm one of these guys. Sometimes they right. push these people away. So it's hard to be like, Hey, you're doing good because you don't feel like they're either a going to take it sincerely or B they're going to like, they're going to have a chip on their shoulder about it and be like, you know, the fuck, you know, about how I'm doing, you know, that kind of attitude, right. you know, right. and I've been trying to, am I, especially during the times of COVID when like, you know, we're home together a lot, you know, and here I am afraid that I'm wearing people out. I've been really trying to be open to not just the criticism, but also the compliments because like I tend to shut down all of that with the same compartmentalization. And it's been like a really, taking the compliments is much harder for me than taking the criticism. I can take, if she's got a, if if the kids or anybody in my life has a complaint about me, I can hear it. I might emotionally react. I might get upset, but I can hear it a little better. The compliments I have the hardest time with.
0: Sure. Well, and that's because in the culture we were raised in, uh, even though uh, it's not something that people uh, who still live in that culture uh, do great with humility yeah. is important
1: yeah no. um
0: you know and it's very uh oh no 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 i no i i you know pl- please it's too you know it's just it's that it's that you know it's, southern, a, it's our british ancestry southern is, niceties. What it is. Yeah. yeah and so yeah i mean it's so it, it's stuff like that but like as far as you know because you asked how i'm dealing with it yeah the the I kind of deal with, it like, a lot of things I deal with. One one thing that I've noticed that I've really realized over the past few years, and, and again, it's kind of a thing I've always known, but it's something you don't really, uh, I, get, I guess, accepting it comes with maturity. Yeah. Is um, I feel things so intensely. Mm-hmm like i feel emotions so intensely and i cannot really control that yeah so what i have to do is uh i have to feel it i just i have to just feel it for 30 minutes yeah and then it'll go away i just need to i need to let it burn hot and intense to burn itself out like that nickel
1: ball in the ice.
0: <laughs> yes, I mean that's kind of what it is. I mean, like I, I, I is this I only
1: have, with anger, or is this like no, all feelings? No, it's not. It's it's with all feelings. I mean, but like when you um, feel like a positive feeling, like you know, let's just generalize it with love or gratitude. Yeah, yeah like, I don't feel do love need- <laughs>
0: anymore.
1: <laughs> but do you need like thirty mm-hmm. minutes of like, like it's so intense that you need to like calm yourself down before you make a decision, or do you take that good feeling and still make a decision? Because like, you know, it's like this old saying, don't make promises when you're happy and don't something when you're sad. I can't remember what it is. But right. Yeah. Um, decisions when you're sad, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I,
0: I I try I try more than ever to not let my emotions drive my decision making. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, I also and 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 this is it's such a very fine line of not letting my emotions make them my decisions but also trusting my instincts.
1: Mm. It is it's a very fine line. It but... is a
0: very fine line. And it's something that like I've been, you know, that I've talked to Shauna about a lot lately of, 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 cause that's something that she needs uh, that she's trying to work on as well of, 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 you know, trusting her gut. Cause like yeah. she, one of the things that she's doing is she's going back to school.
1: Yeah. That's wild. And like, I, am, that's great. It's just, yeah, wild. I'm so,
0: yeah. And I'm so, ecstatic for her because it's something that i know that she's wanted to do and something that she's needed to do and and she's excited about it and i'm excited for her and um but like it was a hard it was it was hard to get to that point of of doing that yeah you know and sometimes and and sometimes one of the one of the best techniques that I use on her and I try to use on myself is don't think just answer and then ask yourself a question, and answer it immediately.
1: Yeah. And typically, you know, that's funny. We've been doing that with the eight year old with Kier with the spelling words where like he knows how to spell it, but when he thinks about it, he gets but you insecure. think about you, you, yes, you get, you get in your own damn head too much. Yeah. And yeah. like,
0: that's yeah. And that's a hundred percent when I've been trying to do is don't think just answer. And yeah. then, and then just vomit. What do you want to do? I want to do this, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's beautiful. And that
0: helps and gen- And I, and I, and I, and it I, creates I think a trust within
1: yourself, which is so important. Yeah. And like, yeah. gets overlooked of like, you know, like people don't really realize how much they don't trust themselves and their decision-making. I mean, like for sure. me, like with bipolar, like it's always been like a concern because like, there's a, there's a driving voice. There's a, you know, as I explained it, a record player that's on skip that mm-hmm. just says, you know, you should kill yourself. You should kill yourself all the time. Like, that mm-hmm. That has always been in my brain since I can remember. Right. And, like, and it creates, like, I'm, like, constantly going, no, 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 no. But, like, that's a part of me that, like, I'm telling I don't I don't trust you. Right. So, like, then there's other voices that when they come out of my brain, like, you know, and not voices, but, like, my own bo- voice. Yeah, yeah, I know what you but, mean. But, like, when they come out voice. of my brain that, like, I'm like, is it right? Or is that the same sabotageal voice that, like, is constantly – like telling me to do detrimental things like but
0: that but that voice you questioning that is the right voice yeah. well you questioning that is the sabotage voice
1: yeah yeah you
0: know of yeah of as like, well i feel this way and i want to do this and you're like but is that the right is that the sa- yeah no just just i mean yeah you know it's, and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying like listen to your id that's not what that's not what it is of like sure of you know, indulge yourself in your deepest, most darkest, you know, desires. No, no, Caligula, you know, no. Don't go dig up a body and smear mayonnaise on the toes and lick those off. Say one more time. Uh, but it's not seems more.
1: really specific.
0: Uh, just give me thirty minutes to really feel that intensely. For but, uh, <laughs> um, but you know, like it's it, it's uh, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting tough balance to find you know that whole uh going with your instincts but but double checking to make sure that that you're right
1: you know have have you noticed that a lot of your your other friends that are quarantined is... my what
0: my other what <laughs> your other friends uh, you
1: know like the yeah. uh, like all of our other friends <laughs> because we right. we share everything at this point right uh come get jocelyn um mm. but uh they cut that part out uh okay. if, <laughs> you won't <laughs> um but like it, have you noticed that everybody is kind of experiencing a, a similar i don't want to say personal renaissance because i don't think it's i don't know if it's that big of a deal to everybody but have you noticed everybody is at least trying to I feel like we're all stuck inside with ourselves and we, we don't have a lot of outside stimuli besides Netflix or whatever. Like I've noticed a lot of people trying to well, better themselves.
0: I, I think, I think a lot of what's going on from a personal level with everyone to a group thinking societal level mm-hmm is indicative of where we are right now because we have no choice but to be self-reflective. Yeah. And I think people are starting to realize I don't like who I am. I don't like where I am. Mm -hmm. I don't like who we are and where we are. Yeah. And I think a lot of people and now obviously not everyone is doing this obviously right, right but I feel like more than ever people are being more self reflective because they have no choice like you said we are stuck with ourselves a lot of people have no one to talk to but themselves and that can be terrifying and yep. it can eye opening and it can be uh you know equal parts healthy and toxic yeah because one of two things is going to happen you're either going to examine where things are and and say this could be better and this should be better or you're going to marinate in your own delusion
1: yeah no that's not 100% it because like it's and, been it's yeah. been like that like over here for sure but like even my friends like down south and like back east, that haven't like they're you know their their lives are almost not normal, but like they have like they're able to go to work, like right. they're able to go and like be inside buildings and stuff like that. They should be wearing masks. Some of them, and do. that
0: is in part that
1: you know, yeah, marinating in your delusion. Yeah, and yes, a hundred percent. And like yeah. and I was gonna say, and I find them to sort of like really trying to like get back to the way things were. I kind of don't want to go exactly back to where we were. I no, we should not. I think, I think this moment has been like, you know, a moment of self-reflection, like as, as you were saying as a society. And I think that that's something that's important and like, should be looked at like why we are all seeking this same conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, or at least the group of people that are, what is, what is it about those people that they're trying to seek that conversation and they're right. asking themselves the tough questions versus the people who aren't. And why are the ones asking the tough questions wearing the masks, and why are the ones who are not not wearing the masks?
0: Well, I think that goes to um, survival of the fittest. Yeah, quite honestly. I mean, it, I mean, that's you know, it's 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 letting nature is weeding itself out. It's yeah. kind of how I feel about it a little bit, you know. Um, now it's pulling some down under with, with them, them, yeah. Um, which sucks and is unfortunate, but is a is a hundred percent a side effect uh, as long as everybody continues on the path that they are. But yeah. like I have found personally, and I can give you a recent example of this. I, I, one thing that I have really um, Because it go it goes to the you have to be okay um, feeling however you feel yeah is I have become uh, less uh, fearful or concerned about um, about voicing that and and addressing and admitting what I want yeah like so I'll give you an example. So I had a callback audition, which in and of itself, I thought was going to be a terrifying experience because why the hell are you having me come in person Yeah, when I just did a self-tape audition to get to that point? Yeah. Um, why couldn't we do that? Boy, this, uh, sorry, side note, this packers vikings game is just like in the last five minutes just where it's just become let's just all score a bunch of points <laughs> like it's very strange um, and i got it up here on the tv and i'm like i'm like the score was just 22 to 8 and now it's 42 to 32 oh and my it, gosh yeah it's how it feels but anyway um so um anyway so i i had um I, so I had to go in and it was actually, I I was surprised at how great they handled everything. You know, obviously master mandatory, but they made it known that was mandatory. You walk in the door and if the guy at the front door has not seen you stop, I'm taking your temperature. Yeah. And took your temperature. You signed a thing that was like a contract tracing Google doc where it was like, have you been around anybody like this? Have you felt, you know, any
1: of this?
0: And, um, so I was like, okay, this is good. And everybody's being very respectful of, of personal distance and yeah. And, and that sort of thing. But um, so that, that all that was fine. But the point that was a, um, uh, that before I would have been very like, you know, unsure how to answer the question. And it seems so trivial and it seems so stupid, but it, it goes back to what we kind of, what we first talked about and why I'm doing what I'm doing. I, when I get into the audition, um, the question, you know, was asked, are you comfortable having your shirt off? yeah now i'm not yeah i never have i have never uh even when i was in my best shape i've never been comfortable with my own body
1: right yeah um
0: and i think it's only recently that i've kind of realized that i mean that's the definition of body dysmorphia yeah so um so anyway like i i but but at the same time you know, I had a I had another audition uh, earlier this year where I was asked the same question and the thing that's frustrating is about both of these auditions is at no point in the description of the role did it say that that was a possible.
1: That thing. was a that was a thing, yeah. And
0: I get that you think that every dude should probably just be comfortable having their shirt off, but they're not. I'm not. Right. You know. And so like that was frustrating. Just assuming that I would come in and be like, you know, and that I'd be like, oh yeah, sure, that's that's not a problem for for me at all. You know, no, it yeah. is. It's very much a problem for me. Yeah. And I remember after the one at the beginning of the year, it took a lot out of me to say no.
1: Yeah, I You a, called me. We had like you. long conversations
0: about yeah, it. Yeah, because I was real. Because I was like, I was like, I I think I just wasted my time and lost this part yeah because you know this is something that they should have addressed from jump street and they Mm -hmm. didn't and you know like the first audition went really well and you know now that now luckily i ended up getting the part and i didn't Mm -hmm. have to have my shirt off yeah and i was ecstatic about that but like it still was it still took a lot and I i even called my agent you know and was like hey this is one of the things that they asked me and I'm not comfortable with this. And cause I, I was afraid that like, I was afraid that, that our, that my agent was going to get a call mm-hmm. from the, from the CD to be like, your client wouldn't take off a shirt for this audition, you know, because I, you, you, we just like, that's how things in this industry can be sometimes. hundred percent. And,
1: and so you're, I, and, I, and I, you're a straight white man. Like, I mean, yeah. you can only imagine what it's like for women, like sure. who get the call. Like you got to show up in a bikini.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know, and And I said that, I remember saying that to you in the thing. And I said, I remember saying that to Shauna where I was like, boy, do I more than ever understand where women are coming from with how they're treated like that. Um, and it's, it's different, it's different, uh, understanding it and it's different experiencing it. And and I, and, and, and I still don't, I understand, you know, it's the same kind of thing of, I, I understand that I don't understand the same struggle. Sure it doesn't mean I can't have a taste of it. And I felt like I did. Yeah. Because like, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's, there's the same stigma with men as there is with women to a degree. It's to a much lesser degree. Right. You know, well, men who are bigger depending on how, how big they are, you know, can, are, are, can hold their, you, know, well, and like, whatever, you yeah, know, know and especially like or whatever yeah and especially
1: like the way you're that commercial that role was like you know like a lot of the times like when they want you to take your shirt off it's not for like any other reason than it's an extra then, little laugh
0: than to laugh at
1: you yeah and like that's that's yeah. beyond uncool like i mean you know and it's uh, it's it's not and the same I'm as not, like taking your not, shirt off and being sexualized it's it's sure. a different humiliation you know
0: right and i'm not I'm not above being laughed at. Of course I, I, not. I mean, I you know, I I'm not at all. But
1: I want to choose when. Yeah, And that is your right and your prerogative right. to be able to do that. And
0: so, but I remember when they asked that in the audition, and it and it caught me off guard. Where I was just like, I was like, I I, I don't know. You know, I was like, I I don't I don't think that I am. And I was very just like you know cuz i was war- I, I i that immediately put me on the defensive of like well this is the i'm not getting this now and they're not going to be happy with this um and it was it was just spring? do what oh you're frozen well, I'm frozen oh there you go now you're clear. okay
1: I don't know what that was
0: but it was very much a concern of like well you know i've just wasted my time and this is a you know uh, anyway all the you know i had all these different feelings and like um and you still went through the audition and and you know as luck would have it i i got the part because i kind of just feel like i've i've started feeling like with that kind of stuff too of like if i'm if i i I may not fit exactly what you're looking for but i want to be so undeniably good that you're like well we have to cast the guy yeah you know, I've had a couple of auditions for roles like that where I was like, I don't fit this role, but I'm going to do the best I can and make you realize that. Oh, I might be you didn't realize what you were looking for in the first place. But but I go into this one uh, on Friday, and um, they asked me, "Are you comfortable having your shirt off?" and said, "No, not really." And it just I and it just like without hesitation. Yeah. And. And I left and I called Shauna and was like, well, I'm not getting that part
1: <laughs> because yeah.
0: I was still, I still felt the same way about it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not getting, I'm not but getting But you part. feel
1: better about your, your but I felt decisiveness. Better about how, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. I didn't hesitate where I was like, no, this is what I want. And this is how I feel. And this is, this is,
1: you know, well talking about this in the, the sort of spectrum of comedy, and this will probably be the last thing we talk about today is I, we, I watched uh, Hannah Gadsby I watched. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched Nanette last night. Uh okay. yeah, Because I started that. to watch. Gosh, is there a new one called Douglas? I think so. And so I watched Nanette because she was talking about du- uh, Nanette at the beginning of Douglas, and I was like, well, I feel like I should watch Nanette first. Yeah. And like, and she talked about that self-deprecating humor and how like she has. It. it I, and I'm simplifying it for the sake of this podcast, rather than the I, I'm simplifying her, but like. She talked about like what a comedian does is they take this tragedy and put it through a lens to where it's palatable. I bring up the tension and then I alleviate the tension with this joke. Yep. And I was like, gosh, I do that in so many aspects of my life. And, yeah. and, and she, and then she spoke power. What is it? Spoke power to truth by like, mm-hmm. or truth to power. Truth to power. Yeah. Truth to power by like, then just like at the end of the show, just no jokes mm-hmm. and just like, like a five minute, like, you know, conversation or speech to the audience or however you want to put it. It wasn't like, it wasn't, she wasn't being a victim. She was just like, like, this is it. This is. And it was like, I was like, this is the most like empowering thing I've like seen ever on netflix like i yeah. was just like i couldn't believe that it was like under comedy i was like this should be under like like breathing air for the first time in 10 years but, <laughs>
0: like but but like but that's what's so great about comedy is comedy is to me such a multifaceted tool mm-hmm. and it can do so much and 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 but at its core comedy evokes a visceral reaction yeah it is that that is to me like why i i love making people laugh because it is a it is a completely i mean it to me laughter is is almost as involuntary as a sneeze it's as involuntary as 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 a cough yeah or breathing it's just something that your that your mind causes your body to do
1: yeah yeah it is
0: a, it is, I mean, and it is baked into us
1: from, from the beginning. Yeah. Babies. You know, kids yeah. Babies laugh.
0: Know, Like you, this, this joy that children experience is so base. Yeah. That they know how to do it from birth. Yeah. That's what makes comedy so great to me. And that is why. I think it is one of the most difficult things in the world to do because you will hear hear all the time about how dramatic actors come in and try to do comedy and they're like, I can't do this yeah and I don't understand how you guys do it. But a lot of times comedians will go do dramatic stuff and they're like, Mm. how do you do this? How do you know how to, how, how do you know,
1: because it's the it's same song. It's the same it's just, thing from a different yeah. perspective. Yep, 100%. That's all it is. It's,
0: it's, it's that it's different. Well, I mean,
1: about. especially like in storytelling, like comedy versus drama, it's just the difference of stakes. Like, to yes. me, that's what it's always been. It's always been the difference of stakes. Mm-hmm. Of like, in a comedy, the stakes are usually higher. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, but like addressed in a totally different way than they are in a drama. Right. You know, and to me, like some of the best filmmaking is... When you take that notoriously, like a Robin Williams film, like you know, and you take him and put him in that dramatic role, like, um, oh my goodness, what's the one where he's well, the like teacher? Goodwill Hunting. Oh, Goodwill Hunting for sure. Oh, that... oh you're talking about. Um, uh, oh, oh Dead Captain, Poets my Captain, Society. Dead Poet Society. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, Captain, my Captain!" I was like, oh, "That's not it, <laughs> but that's what they say in it, you know." That Wait, was this.
0: that was the poorly written sequel that uh, <laughs> greenlit and immediately. Where Ethan
1: Hawke is the teacher now? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like, you know, Josh Charles is his brother. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but like, yeah, like no one I mean, killed himself, comes back to life somehow. Uh, just now, well, but... it's his twin yeah, yeah. from a, yeah, yeah. From, sure. nobody knew about <laughs> named right. Texas. Yes, yeah, uh, exactly. but uh, but like, it's just to me, it blows my mind that like like you know those are the best those are the best dramas to me because like one we have an expectation as an audience member to experience this person in a certain light we've mm-hmm. ca- typecast them we've pigeonholed them and like and then we see them in this other light and it like makes us realize they're human and it's like seeing the clown without the makeup you know mm-hmm. and and so there's that there's that experience in the film or the the story but like then there's also the fact that this person is is we realize they're just as complicated as us, and it, then when they go back to comedy, it makes their comedy even more strong and relatable right. and like visceral and like you know, like you're talking about that that sort of gut reaction where like because mm-hmm. crying and laughter to me are two sides of the same coin, you yeah. know, like they're they're both a full because that's the reason I think you can laugh till you cry, mm-hmm. but, and you can cry till you laugh. Like yeah. I've had both 100%. of those experiences. And like, and it's because I think it's so close in our brain. It's so yeah. close in our DNA. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like after a good cry, after a film cry, not like mm-hmm. if my heart's been broken or something like that, but like after a good cry in a film, like one for me is big fish and mm-hmm. I know like nobody gives a shit about big fish. It's like a Tim Burton movie. That's not a Tim Burton movie, but like <laughs> big fish is about a guy who leaves Alabama to pursue his dreams. And mm-hmm. like, you know, and like, and it's just a beautiful romantic story. And it's a story about a boy and his father who've become estranged, which is like, hello, chapter yeah. two, right. you know? And like, right. so like big fish hits home for me. So, but after mm-hmm. I watched that and I sob, mm-hmm. I sob, I feel so much better. Like, I yeah. just, like, it's just, you know,
0: Well, but, like, you can, it's, I mean, you you would be hard-pressed. I can literally probably think of one movie off the top of my head. Uh, One great, like, name a great dramatic film that doesn't have some
1: humor in it. Oh, Saving
0: Private Ryan has funny parts.
1: Oh, it has hilarious parts in it. You
0: know, like it has some really funny parts. Like where yeah. he's talking about, you know, the whole where he's fit this woman for a a brazier that was too small for her. And, you know, and like and my favorite.
1: Of, my favorite is the moment where Tom Hanks defuses the situation where they almost killed the what's the what's the, the what's, the, the, what's, what's a, the what's the pot up to now? What's the pot up to? And like they're yeah. in the middle of like they got guns drawn yeah. on each other. and yeah. He's like, what's the teacher? Yeah. 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 what like he just like like they're so yeah. angry and it's just like or, that and moment,
0: like or that moment where they're like taking cover and one of them's like oh shit look at this fruit that spilled on the ground let me try that now that one tastes bad that while yeah. they're like being sniped at, sniped at you know yeah. what i mean like it's, yeah. it's little things like that or um the, uh, or, or, or
1: even my, my favorite when when vi- i was
0: gonna say in when he uh sends the guy around the corner after they storm the beachhead and he's like uh hey uh go around here and the guy gets shot at, and he did it just to see where the guy was coming from. Yeah. And uh, and uh, um, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore is like uh, is like a captain. Your mother would be disappointed if she saw you do that. And he's <laughs> like, I thought you were my mother. <laughs> you know, like just little things like well,
1: that. another funny moment, and it ends in tragedy and horror and gore. But like when mm-hmm. the wall falls down when they're when they're with is paul giamatti's there yeah. and like ted danson shows up and like yep. the wall falls down and all the germans in america you're so tense but like at the same time you're like i didn't expect that like holy yeah. shit like you know yeah it's wild yeah but no like, i mean yeah you can't you, just, you, you gotta have you have to humor is the way to the heart mm-hmm. it, you know it humor will take you to the heart And that's what allows that that drama and that tragedy to grow inside you as the audience member is Mm -hmm. what I've at least the way I approach it. You know, like I'm going to like, you know, it's like it's like an amuse-bouche of like reality. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is kind of charming and funny. Eat this. okay? here comes the main course. Surprise. Your mom's dead. You know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. But then, yeah. But then you also use comedy as a a palate cleanser of, Okay, that happened. Now let's do this. Yep. To reset everything and you know, get you back to, to to square one. But like, yeah, that's what's that that's what's always been so interesting to me about comedy is that it's all perspective. Do you want me to tell you what is the most horrifying comedy movie of all time? What's that? Big.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up.
0: Think <laughs> about it from the perspective of the mom. Okay, I want to see a sequel to Big where it just happens congruently with the mom, with the mom. It's just the mom side of the story. Cuz think about that like you everybody's like, "Oh, isn't it so cute when Tom Hanks dances on the keyboard in the toy store?" Meanwhile, this mother is bawling her eyes out at yep. home, yeah. Begging people, "Please, if you know where my son is for the love of God," <laughs> tell me where my son is but he got the second base with an adult months he he's got been se- missing for months i please god someone tell me where my that's what's happening in the I, background of i've this always
1: I, that's true and i've always felt well, like ma'am, the, what, the, hap- this, what happened to what was the i was woke the up place? and there was a grown man I in my house
0: there's a grown-ass man in my son's pajamas yeah. who, underwear or yeah who comes downstairs Like, think about how messed up that movie is when you think of it like that. I, the one time I've I thought about the movie from that perspective, I could I was never able to enjoy the movie.
1: Enjoy it again. Well, the no. thing that's always blown my mind is like the 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 sex stuff too. Like as like what if, yes. like who was like this is a great idea. Yes. <laughs> let's have him get interested in a girl. No, right. right? No, no, no. And then we're gonna reveal to her that he's actually a child at the end, <laughs> yes. and let her go on with her life. And like that'll be okay. Everybody, yeah. be, no, there is so much therapy that needs to happen for everybody in this right. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so. And then, but it lost his career with, though. Oh, hey, mom, I'm home.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, you wanna you wanna? Grill Where were the, like, but, were the
1: cops? Why were the cops not camped out in front of her house?
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, there's like there at so, least needed to
1: be like one undercover cop parked in front, like a flower va- right. a flower van or something. There is you know?
0: so much wrong with that movie so much wrong with that movie so
1: tune in next time when we dissect big and other tom hanks movies besides saving private
0: Ryan and big exactly um but yeah i mean the best i i I, some of the best comedy i think comes from uh it is is uh real and it feels Mm -hmm. real now that's not to say that like you know stuff that's heightened or over the top or whatever isn't hilarious and funny, it 100% is, but like, I I don't know, sometimes I think just like, you know, comedy based out of reality hits different.
1: Well, I think, I think comedy based out of reality, to me, it's comedy based out of shared truths. Right. You know, like, because like, you know, think of Arrested Development where they created their own sort of inside jokes with the audience you know the chicken uh i've made a huge mistake uh you know no touching things like that Mm -hmm. you know pop pop Mm -hmm. you know things like that on yang and things like that where it's like when they make the reference later in the series you're like ah mm, i know what you're doing there like and it's fun and it's fun and i feel part of a collective Mm -hmm. but comedians who are really stand-up comedians which is an entirely different breed from what i am you're you you are much more aligned with that but i'm i've gotta sit i have to I'm a planner more than like a s like a like a free spitter with that stuff, you know like I'm the rapper that has to write my dialogue, whereas like you're the sure. rapper that's like you know just beating him in a, in a rap battle <laughs> but like to me like the thing that like is it's a shared truth that's really where joy comes from is like mm-hmm. I could say something that just about everybody experienced you know at home. You know, like and like everybody's like, oh, my God, my mom did the same thing or oh, yeah. my God, you know, yeah. and and it's finding those shared truths that we all have. And then like embarrass and, But like we're past the point of embarrassment. Right. And so are you, the audience member, you know, right. Like we yeah. showed Kier a video of him when he was four and he was like, that's so humiliating. And we're like, no, mm-hmm. that's adorable. And right. when he gets past the humiliation phase mm-hmm. with it, he'll be like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. Right. You know, oh, yeah. and it's, it's, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the, the old saying too. time plus, was it history plus time equals comedy or whatever, tragedy plus time equals tragedy comedy, time, yeah. you know, and like, it's that for everybody on a scale and like, and everybody's scale eventually, you know, balances out where it's like some people like this point's already funny, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, let's take something like horrible, like Pearl Harbor. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, some people are like, tenu- or I feel
0: like we're pretty uh, not too far removed from the anniversary of something, but I don't know. Right,
1: well, moving Maybe. on. Blowing right past that. <laughs> oh, no, you can't say that. Oh, I just, anyway. uh, just, uh, just uh, flying right past it. Mm-hmm. But like oh, it, they are they, into like, it. Uh, Pearl Harbor is funny <laughs> to certain people at this point and then yeah well it's like that
0: south park episode where they were like oh age is funny now because it was yeah. it's been 23 plus years or whatever yeah. it was you, you know? just throw
1: yeah. two hundred and fifty thousand. No, it's, it's
0: exactly look i will tell you there are stuff there there are things that happened while i was dealing with the passing of my mother that in in the moment i'm like this is the worst thing that has ever happened to me and right and and it was yeah but looking back there are moments that i'm like that was re- really funny. Like I can look <laughs> back on it now and be like this is funny. It's yeah. it's sad and it, or it's awkward or it's a combination of both but like there's so much that I'm like yeah. but
1: is the rest of your family caught up to that yet?
0: You know, I don't know because I always you know, I I remember the the first time cuz you know, I basically there were basically two times there was there was the beginning of of 2016 where I went home because mom Uh, we found out mom had cancer. Right. And, and then I went home six months later for her to pass. Right. So, but the first time when the plane landed and I was picked up at the airport by my dad, I told the first thing I said to my dad was, I just need to warn you that my coping mechanism has manifested as I, I have to make jokes. Yeah. And dad was like, he's like, that's fine. I think we all need a need a little of that right now. But, like, it's different because then there was hope. Right, right. There was hope that things would be better. And so the jokes that I feel comfortable making with uh, you or with Shauna or even with strangers is different than… Than
1: what you joke with your, your family. With my family. Yeah. And
0: honestly… Um, my sister Amanda is the only one who I've made a who I've made a joke with about it, mm-hmm. and but she's so much like me that I knew that it right. Was, yeah. So, um, so I don't know. Like I, I, you know, that's how I deal. And I had a friend who talked to me after mom died, who was just like, who he had a he his sister died tragically when he was in middle school, and she was uh, going into her senior year of high school or something like that. And he, you know, talked to me about, about that whole situation after I had lost mom. And he was just like, he's like, man, me and my mom, you know, we used to we used to make uh, jokes all the time because was how we handled it. You know, it was, right. you know, Hey, go set the, go set the table for dinner. And he's like, well, I guess I don't have to do one extra spot. You know, like it would be stuff yeah. like that yeah. and they would laugh or whatever. And like, but his dad couldn't really handle, handle it that way. But that, you know, so I don't know. I mean, that's just a, that's just a, it's a tough line to like,
1: Yeah, because and that and that goes to the conversation of not everybody has the same sense of humor too. Like, there's some people that never recover, and it's Mm -hmm. and in that same way to where they feel comfortable with that, they never move past a certain point. You know, like that's one. It's not to say that like comedy is the way to like handle all tragedy for sure. Like, no, but I think I think it's
0: like I think that's why it's it's helpful to 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 um to make jokes about serious stuff because yeah. it takes the sting off of it mm-hmm. you know i mean but, it's it's it, the it's the pickle juice after the shot of whiskey it takes that sting <laughs> off of it you know comedy i've is a never shot.
1: never heard that in my entire life comedy is, that... is a pickleback shot have you never heard of a pickleback shot no I, Dude, I, you I
0: take you do whiskey and then a shot of pickle juice and it sounds insane but it sounds so good that it that sounds burn, like something
1: that like uh, like a that addict would drink while pregnant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the burn of the whiskey disappears, mm, and you still keep good. the flavor, it and it's really, really good. Oh, I had to but, try it. Oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. But that's that's kind of what it is. I mean, it 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 you know takes that it takes the sting off of it. It makes it easier to talk about. It's easier to lead in to discuss it. You know, and and it helps you. I I I just want to. I think I think comedy can be intensely helpful for, you know, uh, for really any situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not everybody shares the same sense of humor the same thoughts about it and that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I, will say that, you know, I, I've been, I've been working on a pilot, uh, this year that, and it's actually why I stopped doing that masterclass if we're going to tie it all back to the beginning. And it also is tied to talking about me losing weight. Um, I'd had an idea for a pilot for a mm-hmm. uh, better part of a year, um, and uh, it was only um, the past few months that I really decided to write it. Because, and what what interestingly enough uh, made me decide to write the thing, this <laughs> sound it will sound crazy, was watching Tiger King. <laughs> okay, watching Tiger King made me say there is no because you've seen it yeah if you presented that as a show yeah it would never get made never it would never get made yeah because it feels like it feels like a a, uh you know a camel you know camel's a horse designed by committee that's how that (laughs) show that's how that show feels yeah you know it feels like it feels like the showrunner took the notes from network from uh, from executives from writers from friends from other producers or whatever and he was just like
1: uh, a horoscope
0: I'm too just in case yeah i'm just gonna do all of it yeah you know and so i was sitting there watching it and i was like fiction can never match reality no it just can't
1: well so, and all so of the if this reality, whole time we're in is bizarre too like right. with trump and, and everything so, yeah exactly
0: and so my thinking was if 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 reality is gonna is gonna seem like fiction, then then maybe my fiction should seem like reality. Yeah. And so I was kind of that kind of you know, spurned me to write this. And the whole premise of the show is that it it's it the catalyst is this one guy who um nothing is nothing in his life is going the way he he wishes it would, but he's kind of made himself believe that it has yeah. so that it's less miserable.
1: And that is like and, a truth.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, uh, overweight. He doesn't have really any money or success or, you know, whatever. And he's just, um, he's just going through the motions in life because yeah. it's easier that way. And, he has all these other friends in his life who are who are dealing with their own issues and their own problems as well, and he decides uh, that he needs to change and be a better person. And a lot of that that is a big catalyst for that is his mother dying. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel like I you know you and I have written a lot of stuff together. I've written a lot of stuff on my own. And I I I don't know what it is, but this this feels different than anything I've written. Wow! If this feels, um, uh, I feel very I, I feel like this is some of the best stuff I've written because I've just ripped off my own life. Yeah. And it and it and I'm kind of like, um, it's kind of changed how I feel how I think and feel about uh writing and what I write about mm. and um and i'm i'm excited to see where it goes but like it you know it i i I let a i let another you know i let you read it i let uh several other friends read it and one person came back and said this seems like you're about to hash out life on tv and i love it yeah and that's kind of what i'm doing because the main character who feels all these things about you know who is uh you know one of the biggest things that he blames his failures on is the fact that he's overweight right that the, but him being overweight is uh a symptom it's not the problem right, and that's how he view you know and that's even how I wrote it of instead of instead of act one you know focusing on this is the goal and then act two is this no act one's the problem because yeah. I, I, I I want to put you in the same mindset of what this character is in right of focusing on the problem and not what the solution is or the real cause, you know? And, um, and it's just, it's looking at it from this new perspective that I think I've, I've honestly gained through this time stuck inside with nothing to do. Wondering what the hell is my future going to be has made me reflect on the past, which is hopefully going to help me, you know, clear, clear a path to a brighter future. Right. And it's, you know, led to, um, the, the, it's led to me writing what I feel like is some of the best stuff I've, I've written ever. And I'm really excited about it. And I just, I, you know, I think it's, it's from, you know, uh, uh, letting go and, and just kind of, uh, you know, Indulging myself and in, and what I want and trusting my gut and being more open to who I am and discussing how I feel,
1: right? You know, and uh, I think that that's something. Well, that I mean, I you think you're, see, I, yeah. You know, I, th- you I think you're finding your work. I think you're finding your truth and writing. You know, and fi- writing from a place of un being unfiltered. And again, it's like it goes back to what I was saying earlier. You're writing a common truth because everybody, you know, whether it's weight or whether it's Right, alcohol whether it's sex whether it's you know anything like any mm. anything that becomes an addiction to us or a crutch you know like right. or, or a part of our personality we want to work on everybody can relate to that story and that's right that's where good comedy that's where good storytelling comes from yeah yeah
0: so you know it'll be interesting to see where it goes and how it manifests itself even more but like yeah i just think you know being comfortable with with saying that you're not doing well yeah is is i because i think it it it's uh it's cathartic yeah and um you know another thing that's tough for me too because it's it's also a pride thing it's the culture we raised in is mm-hmm. is asking for help
1: yeah big you time. know
0: admitting that you need help uh, another friend and, I, and I, don't I, I don't necessarily just mean like you know need help as far as like therapy or whatever but just like you know Uh, do you have a lead on a job? Do you have, you know, can I borrow this tool? I need to fix this thing. Can Mm -hmm. you, Help me with the, you know, asking for someone's time or asking for someone's advice or asking for someone, you know, or or yes, asking for money if that's what
1: you need or asking
0: yeah. for, you know, just like I, you or know, just so much that, to
1: listen to that, exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, and so, it's a well. What I was going to say is a friend of ours who's also from Alabama. He and I talk about this a lot because he he had just recently moved out here, and I was like, dude, don't hesitate to ask for help. And he's like. Right. He's like, I have a hard time with that. I was like, well, I'll tell you what. I next time I need something, I'll call you first. Yeah, and see if you can help me, so you feel more comfortable doing it. Because mm-hmm. I also have a hard time asking for help. Right. Because it, you know, we're we're told from the get go, like you have to be independent. People need to depend on you. You don't need to depend on people. Right. You know, it's that whole lift yourself up by your own bootstraps kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. But like nobody bothered to tell me that like I wouldn't have boots. Like, I just had right. the straps, you know? Right. And like, yeah,
0: exactly. But, and like, I, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to ask for help and, uh, lately. And, you know, I, I, I am in therapy and like I'm on medication and right. I had to, I had to get on new medication. And it's done wonders for me, sure. like, as far as like opening me up, but it's, it's also allowed me to set aside some of my anxieties that just sort of are naturally occurring in me and like free me up to be like, Hey, I need help with this. You know, oh, sure. I don't, I don't understand this. Even if it's yeah. something like in a relationship of like, Hey, I need, I need help with what's going on between me and you kind of thing. Right. You know, and but, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I, I, I mean, you know, not to brag on you, but like I read your script and I think I do think it's the best thing you've ever written. And I do think it has potential to to go the distance. You know, it's just a matter of like asking the right people for help oh, sure. And, sure, sure. And, and them being able to ask the right people for help for right. you. And you know, but I, you know, so like I think. Well, I think- and a
0: good point that someone made to me about that was, you know, if you, if what you're coming with is, is, and, and I think this can be applied to other things, not just, you know, screenwriting or, or mm-hmm. our industry. If you're going to something, if you're going to someone with something that is good, asking for their help. It stops, and it's genuinely good, it yeah. stops becoming them doing you a favor and them trying to help themselves. Yep. Because now it's, uh, I want to show this to so-and-so so that I'm in good graces with them because look what I just brought you. Yep. Um, which is a brilliant way of, a, a brilliant perspective that I hadn't honestly never thought of before. And
1: Yeah, and, that, and that that helps. Some, I mean, that's something in the whole networking world and – and creative world that like i i struggle with and like i'm trying to get better at is like to one believe in my own work enough to be like this is good let's take it somewhere right you know and so that's that that is a good perspective it's also what they use in cults for high control groups but you know whatever that's fine
0: but I just, you know, if you take, yeah, if you take nothing else from this, like I can't, I cannot stress enough the importance of, of, of voicing how you feel and being okay with it. Because, yeah. you know, I, I, I've thought before about, you know, a, a lot of the, a, a big part of the reason of why I uh told Shauna how I feel about her when I did is because my mom died. Right. I, you know, was like, I can't go through not telling people how I feel anymore. Yeah. And that's still something. Even since then, even though the of the success I had with that of I'm still with Shauna. It's and it's the best relationship in my life. It's the best thing in my life right now. Right. Is 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 being with her. Of I my success rate in doing that is a, is I'm batting a thousand. So yeah. why am I not doing that more often? Um. You know. And so like you just you just be be okay with not being okay it's you know
1: and and be okay don't feel
0: guilty about being happy like that's so stupid why do yeah. we do that
1: it just dude yeah. i don't know i mean like it's so hard to edit yourself or audit yourself and check in on yourself and like and then like even when people do and they, they have good intentions and they they challenge you like it's it, there's such a strong reaction of fighting back against them yeah and like it's it's interesting to me that like we've we've created this story for ourselves and this is what we have now. And, and this is what we think is true. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it just blows but my mind.
0: Like anything you write, uh, do multiple drafts. So, yeah.
1: you know, keep drafting you yourself. You can
0: always rewrite, but well, anyway, yeah. I mean, that's it for the first trigger warning. I mean, this one was, I, 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 I anticipated this one being a little more serious, a little more heavy, just because like of where we are, with everything going in the world. Yeah. You know, and, um, so I figured it would, it would be like this, but like, you know, I mean, we'll also come in and talk about like, you know, farts, why do, sure. You know, (laughs) why do restaurants charge you extra for more ranch dressing?
1: Like it, you know, whatever,
0: you know, so like just, uh,
1: it's it's for your own good. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. It's to help. Um, It's help you pace yourself. I don't think that there's, that's stupid. What would you rather pay? 50 cents, 50 cents for ranch dressing. Uh huh. Or like you know, like two thousand dollars for like cholesterol medicine. If
0: I can be happy now, I want the.
1: I don't. <laughs> just, give <me> the, <laughs> just give me the damn ranch just dressing.
0: Just give me the ranch dressing. Give itself. me a straw <laughs> and a bottle of ranch. Right. Let's let's just all admit that wings are just a vehicle to eat ranch dressing. <laughs> uh, well, celery is for yeah. sure. Uh, the most useless vegetable on the planet, celery. It's just grass flavored ice it's so stupid i like celery oh, i can't stand it i can't <laughs> stand it it's like cold grass clippings uh anyway so that's uh but yeah gonna that's, go that's, try that's, to freeze some grass first, clippings today that's the first trigger warning we'll be doing more of these uh we're gonna be we doing got... pretty often because i enjoy doing this i do too i um, think they would be good so we'll be doing more of these um you know uh so stay tuned for that please share this you know we obviously want 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 a bigger audience and and want to be able to share with more people and hopefully make them feel a little bit better about themselves because they're like, well, I'm not those two. So <laughs> at least I got that going for me, right? Um, well, and
1: we want to do more content. We want to create more things within right. and under the Sine with more of our people and collaborate with them. So like the more support you guys can get us by getting our show and our, our stuff into other people's hands, and into your friend's hands, the better. So, right. and if there's stuff that you think we should talk about and things that you want to hear, you know, you can always reach out to us.
0: Yeah. You can email us ask9wisdom at gmail.com or you can, uh, you can tweet at us. I mean, we love when you guys interact with us. Yeah. So, you know, please do whatever you want to hear us talk about who, you know, if there's people that you want to hear us talk to, um, mm-hmm. you know, any of that stuff uh let us know ask gmail.com or follow us on twitter and instagram at asinine Wisdom. we're on facebook you know uh we're there's on. Really no excuse are, for are, we, on, are we on are we on
1: friendster thing. uh is that even still a thing i don't know i know um, my space is still around yeah that's mind-boggling to me we should get on linkedin Oh um, yeah we should get on linkedin <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway because because we both need a new job but anyway uh yeah so thanks uh thanks all you guys for listening we hope you uh hope you liked this one uh because you're gonna get more even if you didn't so um anyway we'll uh see you guys next time thanks for listening bye